Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Rise, Kill, Eat podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Pruitt, and I'm excited to bring to you the very first episode of this podcast. The Rise, Kill, Eat podcast is brought to you by RKEO Field. RKEO Field is a brand owned by yours truly and my lovely wife, and it is our goal to share our love and our passion for God, freedom, and the great outdoors. We have RKEO Field as a brand to help hunters and to help people who enjoy hunting to become just better follow followers of Jesus, just better people in general. So we enjoy sharing our stories and sharing everything that is involved with God, freedom, and the great outdoors. You can check us out at rkufield.com. You can like us and follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Be sure to do that, all right? Also, subscribe to this podcast. Like I said, this is the inaugural podcast, so make sure you subscribe. That way you do not miss out on anything Rice Kill Eat or the RKE Field brand. All right. Thank you. So let's get into today's content. So today we're going to kind of kind of lay out the blueprint for what the future of this podcast is going to look like. Uh, we're going to kind of talk about the types of discussion, types of discussions and interviews that we will be having on the show and just kind of kind of just talk about where we want this podcast to go and we, we want you guys to be able to get out of it. So this podcast is going to include all types of different shows. I think mostly we're going to be focusing on monologue, which is basically where I'll be sitting here talking to you about some things that I will be, uh, that I'll have opinions on things I want to share with you. And then of course we're going to be doing a lot of interviews. I'm, I'm excited about the, the list that I have of some people that, we will be putting on the show and it's a, it's going to be pretty exciting for you guys and for everybody involved. So I'm, I'm, I'm pretty excited about that. And also, uh, playing around with the idea of some, doing some, um, book reviews, book discussions as I'm reading parts of books. Uh, that's definitely something that we will include. It's not going to consume a ton of the time for the podcast, but there are some books that I feel like that we need to discuss. And, uh, I think, I think you guys will enjoy it. So that'll be kind of the way that this podcast is going to be set up for you guys. Okay. Just to kind of give you, give you a blueprint on that. Now, again, I'm really excited about the future of this podcast. It's going to be full of great conversations. It's going to be full of great, uh, people being interviewed. It's going to be, it's going to be pretty exciting. It's going to kind of help, uh, kind of help get our message of RKU field, kind of give the RKU field brand a voice, literally give it a voice through, through this podcast. So I'm, I'm very excited about where this is going to end up. So um, I'd like to spend a little bit more time telling you about RKEF Field, the brand, and kind of what we believe in, who we are, and so on. So like I said, RKEF Field is a brand for those who love God, freedom, and the great outdoors. In the first chapter of Genesis, verse 28, God is nearing the end of the creation week. So we know that creation week is a seven-day, the Bible tells us it's a seven-day event the creation week, seven day event. And he's kind of getting to, to the end of this, this week. And, um, in the verse 28, he gives us dominion, gives us people, mankind, humans, gives us dominion over the wild animals on earth. Now, some translations will kind of put that out there as a, he, he tells us to rule over the animals, the wild animals and every living thing on earth. So that, the idea behind dominion, at least from my perspective, what I think God is telling us is basically to take care of this thing I'm giving you. God has given us a gift through 
wildlife has given us a gift through nature, given us a gift through all these things that are outside and just basically just telling us to take care of it. I've made this. Now it's your all's responsibility to take care of it. Now the, the word dominion or the phrase to rule over can certainly be controversial because uh and when you especially when you apply it to today's meaning of the phrases so if you think of something whenever i hear rule over i almost think of like a tyrannical king or something that's not necessarily what we need that's not necessarily the role that we need to play as as hunters and as people who appreciate god's creation in order to have dominion like what i think god was intending for us to have it's it's our responsibility to take care of take care of what he's what he's given us. So he's given us a gift. And it's our responsibility to take care of that. Now the way we do that, at least from a broad perspective, is through conservation efforts. All right. So uh, hunting, as many of you know, many of you that are listening to this podcast, you're going to be hunters. You're going to be people who are around hunters, and it's going to be uh, something that's kind of involved in your lifestyle. And not necessarily everybody is going to understand that, but hunters are very important. They play a very important role in the conservation efforts that we are trying to apply throughout our nation. So hunters provide a, not only a revenue source for people that are working in the fields of conservation, but they are directly affecting populations of wildlife and wildlife species to the point that, uh, that we are able to manage and to be able to keep healthy herds and keep healthy flocks. And the one, the animals that are still living are able to make it take advantage of the resources that are available. When you have an overpopulation of certain species in certain areas, that's when resources really start to diminish and you will see uh, populations really start to take a hit. So hunting, not only is it a, uh, not only is it, you know, enjoyable for us, and there's a, there's a lot of different things involved in hunting. We're going to get in, into that a little bit, and a little bit more into uh, into that once we get into more episodes. But um, on a surface conservation level, hunters provide money uh, for conservation efforts, and conservation efforts take money. So it's it's very important through, you know, through licensure, through taxes, and those kind of things. That it's very important that hunter hunters continue to participate and uh, because that money that they're putting towards those things are playing a very important role in order to truly have dominion over wild animals we are to provide and care for animals by prioritizing habitat establishment and managing populations so that they can establish and maintain healthy numbers and one of the most effective and efficient ways of managing those numbers is through the practice of ethical hunting now i want to add in ethical in there because hunting we've we've seen in centuries past that hunting the act of hunting isn't always an ethical deal and a lot of it is a lot of at least a lot of the the historical perspective of hunting isn't necessarily um wasn't necessarily intended to be that way but it it ended up being that way in in the in the long-term uh picture so now today we have a, an established look at what um, hunting should look like and what we need to be doing as hunters to remain ethical. Now, um, basically the, the, the definition of ethics is to, is to apply your behavior to a social norm. So we have a social norm for hunters and we have, 
we have a uh, rules and regulations that state conservation uh, offices and departments have put in place so that we can remain ethical and we're not over uh, over hunting. We're not uh, pressuring too much in certain areas. We're not we're not doing these things that we like we've done over the past couple hundred years. So we have uh, a very established guideline for what uh, ethical hunters should should look like. So hunting in today's society is unfortunately often viewed as negative, especially by people who are not around hunting. They're going to be um, they're going to be kind of blind, I guess is is the lack of a better term. Going to be blind to uh, kind of all the great things that that hunters do. So um, it's important for us as hunters today to be make sure that we have uh, that we're behaving appropriately. I mean, it's, it's just pretty straightforward. Uh, make sure that we're behaving eth- ethically. Make sure that we are uh, doing everything that we need to do to make sure that we are <clears throat> not coming off as uh, not coming off in a negative perspective for those who are viewing us uh, through social media, through different types of. Uh, different types of avenues so it's important for us to make sure that we uh that we apply you know certain ethics to to our behavior as hunters many people have an ill-informed idea it's kind of going back to what i was saying they have an ill-informed idea of what hunters are and what hunters do for conservation for wildlife and for those around them it is our job as an informed hunters and conservationists to educate and to behave as people that are deserving of such respect so we have a great responsibility as, as hunters to maintain ethical and moral convictions while we're in the woods and, and I want to include and in there and out of the woods. So whenever you post the the pictures on, um, on social media, I'm all for it. I love it. I do it myself. It's a, uh, it's important, I think for, uh, for not only our, our friends and those kind of people to be able to see the thing that we are doing, but it's just important for the public in general. So, um, Whenever we're doing that, we, we just have to be careful of the, the kind of perspective that we're giving off. Because in this country, the majority, for the most part, the majority, majority is going to rule. So whenever we are behaving in ways that are, um, you know, questionable, then uh, then it's certainly going to affect the perspective. Gonna per, excuse me, it's going to affect the perception that non-hunters are putting towards hunters. Only about 10 to 15 percent of americans i don't even think 15 percent. i think that's very generous i think about 10 percent of americans are hunters or identify as hunters so we are already outnumbered so whenever we start um, behaving in ways that do not do not follow the the norm for um ethical or for ethics then it's it's very easy for a large group to be able to be able to form numbers against us. The the great conservation writer Jim Posowitz writes a great book discussing the minimum standard of hunter behavior called Beyond Fair Chase. This is actually a book that I am planning on in the very near future to do kind of a review, kind of walk through the the book and kind of go through the the parts that he kind of talks about. And um, it's a really good book. I, I I really suggest it for anybody who is wanting to get into hunting or somebody who is already into hunting. It's just a great book. It's it's a real short read. It's only about 115 pages or so. It's a real short read, and I definitely recommend that to anybody that is considering hunting or is already 
consider or already considers himself a hunter. It's called Beyond Fair Chase by Jim Postulitz. But anyway, it's a must read for any beginning or experienced hunter. A certain one I recommend. Uh, Anyway, uh, what Jim Postulitz talks about in there is he kind of lays out the minimum standard for hunter behavior. He talks about uh, how we are perceived. And this is, he wrote this book long before social media was even around. Is I think it was in the early to mid nineties, but um, I believe it was when he did it. But uh, it was long before social media, so even then, hunter behavior was something that needed to be considered by hunters. So it's something that uh, something that we definitely need to to consider whenever we are, whenever we're out in the woods, whenever out of the woods, how we are going to uh, how we're going to communicate what we want to do and what we do actually do through hunting. So that communication is very important to remain in a positive light in, uh, in the, in our culture's eyes pretty, pretty much. So, uh, thank you guys for, for listening to me as I, as I kind of work through our, our introduction here. Um, like I said, RKF field, we're a brand, <clears throat> we're a brand that loves God, freedom and the great outdoors. Please check us out at rkefield.com. That's RKE which is rise, kill, eat, rkeafield.com. And uh, make sure you follow us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, make sure you like our posts, make sure you subscribe to this podcast because I've got some pretty cool stuff uh, lined up for the near future for this podcast. I'm really excited about where it's going to go. But uh, thank you guys for listening to me. Um, I'm planning on having this podcast out about once every week or so. So, uh, Make sure you subscribe. That way you, you aren't going to miss out on anything. All right. All right. So thank you very much, guys. And uh, again, I am your host, Tyler Pruitt, also the owner, founder of RKU Field. Thank you for listening and have a good day.